T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I want to welcome uh, Jack Soloway, who's a policy analyst with the Cato Institute, to kind of walk me through the FTX bankruptcy and and, and jack i didn't even know what ftx was until recently i guess i'm embarrassed that i just have not been tracking the the bitcoin world uh as closely as as i should but ftx is is done for and now we're finding out a lot of details about where the money was going and who was involved with this and there are all these allegations of of uh, funneling money to help Democrat candidates. What's true and what's not true? What have you been able to discern? And good morning to you. Glad you're with us. Good morning, John. Thank you so much for having me this morning. Um, Nothing to be embarrassed about with respect to um, not being an expert on FTX prior to some of these stories coming to light. Um, trying to separate fact from fiction here is, uh, is an interesting task because, frankly, frankly some of the facts themselves, um, if you didn't know otherwise, might have the, uh, the appeal of fiction in terms of uh, how, how fascinating they are. Um, but I think it's worth unpacking some of really the play-by-play of what went down here for folks. Um, so to understand what has gone on with FTX, it's important to take a step back to um, some of the activities of FTX's former CEO, Sam Bankman-Fried, prior to the founding of FTX. Hmm. Um, so Sam Bankman-Fried got his start at a quantitative trading firm, a very reputable firm. Um, he left that firm and in 2017 founded his own hedge fund for trading cryptocurrencies called Alameda Research. Mm-hmm. And so Sam Bankman-Fried, SBF as he's also known, um, he made a lot of money arbitraging the price difference of Bitcoin in the U.S. versus that in Korea and Japan. Um, so it was relatively successful on that front. Um, later in 2019, founded FTX, which is a uh, centralized custodial crypto exchange for buying, selling, and trading crypto tokens ostensibly to uh, build a better mousetrap based on his experience trading at Alameda. Mm -hmm. Um, What's interesting to keep in mind here is that one of the early investors in FTX was the world's largest crypto exchange called Binance. And it's headed by a gentleman uh, named Changpeng Zhao, also known as CZ, uh, who was the Chinese-Canadian CEO of Binance. And So Binance was an early investor in FTX, but last year exited its equity investment um, in FTX. And this is sort of where some of what kicked off the latest run on FTX and the latest trouble at FTX that's come to light. um, This is where it starts, because the equity stake that Binance sold off, Mm -hmm. um, they got in exchange for their shares what's known as FTT, or the FTX token. Now, this is a cryptocurrency that the FTX exchange itself minted. 
Um, so holding on to this token confers some benefits on the holders. For example, it gives you discounts on trading fees on FTX, but it was also used as a form of collateral at FTX. Um, so Binance is one of the major holders of this. Uh, a story comes to light um, just a few weeks ago on November 2nd, a report out of the publication Coindesk that that hedge fund that we were talking about just a second ago, Alameda Research, that was founded previously by Sam Bankman-Fried, actually held uh, billions in this FTT token. Hmm. And yeah, and this, so this led folks um, who maybe themselves were trading on FTX, maybe were just observers of the cryptocurrency ecosystem to, to ask questions about the relationship between right. Alameda and FTX. Um, and the concern was that if, say, FTX was lending out customer assets to Alameda and was receiving itself FTT tokens on its own books, there would be a, a lot of risk there. It, was, it would not be a great risk management strategy on the part of FTX. Um, so if this thing days, goes, yeah. if it starts to collapse, it's all smoke and mirrors. That's a good way to describe it. And and uh, for that reason, this gentleman, Changpeng Zhao, the CEO of Binance on November 6th, basically made that same assessment that you just made. Um, and he said that he would be liquidating, based on the revelations, his own FTT holdings, putting significant downward pressure on the price of FTT and further spooking the market, further making folks concerned that FTX itself would not necessarily be liquid or solvent or stable. So folks wanted to get their money out of FTX. Uh, and so it, it, it goes bankrupt. When, when did they actually declare bankruptcy? So that's a great question. Um, so they, uh, Sam Bankman-Fried announced on November 11th that he had voluntarily filed FTX Okay. Uh, which is a Bahamas-based exchange, FTX US, which is a US-facing entity, and Alameda Research, that hedge fund for voluntary Chapter 11 in the US. And what happens next? Because it sounds like the, the, the alarm bells were going off, the sirens and the lights were flashing for people. So who is, who's left holding the bag at this point? So it's a really important question, and that's what the bankruptcy courts in the U.S. and abroad are going to have to figure out. Um, so a number of entities filed in the U.S. under Chapter 11. Mm -hmm. Importantly, another entity in the Bahamas where FTX was headquartered filed for what's known as Chapter 15, which is a separate type of filing to recognize a foreign liquidation. So there's also activity in the Bahamian courts. And this is something to watch. There's actually a hearing set for today mm -hmm. where the court in the District of Delaware in the U.S. is going to try to um, make heads or tails of what's going on with these bankruptcy filings and decide whether or not to transfer venue um, to itself. God, what a mess. Jack, real quick, because i got to run, did anybody get out with their money? <laughs> you know, like, I've, I've now converted it back to American dollars and I'm in good shape here, or is everybody hurting? And then what happened to SBF? Where Where is he right now? 
Sure. So did folk, did some folks get out with their money? Um, yes, they did. But it's an, there's an important caveat that it was only some. And also, because in a bankruptcy proceeding, there is the potential to claw back oh, yeah. certain yeah, certain funds um, with uh, depending on how things go, with potentially a ninety day look back period. So mm-hmm. you might have your money, but it's it's not all cut and dry yet. And um, so where's SBF in all this? Well, um, you know, for someone who is facing this much public scrutiny, he's actually been relatively public in speaking with reporters and making some statements that have come to light that are, you know, not the most flattering sort of admitting to things like reputation laundering. Oh, I saw the uh, text where he's basically saying it was all, uh, you know, this is what you do in this business. You, you kind of uh, intimidate people or you put on a show and you sucker them in. I'm paraphrasing. I don't want to be unfair here, but wouldn't that be your read on some of those texts? I think he was certainly saying the quiet part out loud in terms of why why do you necessarily um, support certain causes? Mm. Why do you make certain statements trying to to look like a good guy? And really, you know, saying it amounts to a game in his view. Oof. In the the meantime, all these people go uh, crashing down. It's the same story, different different scenario over and over again. Jack Soloway is a policy analyst at the Cato Institute. Uh, studying this economic phenomenon uh, that that I'm trying to catch up on. Jack, I really appreciate you joining us. I need the uh, primer here, so we'll have you back and talk more about this. Thank you. My pleasure, John. Happy Thanksgiving. That to you, too. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.